what better way to talk about astrology than a nighttime recording? Fuck nah. you. Fuck you and everything you stand for. <laughs> well, damn, I'm glad that's on tape. Oh, <laughs> God. I didn't realize that was on tape. <sighs> Strike that from the record, Your Honor. Objection. Hearsay. Yeah. Hearsay. <laughs> this whole fucking thing is hearsay. I know. <laughs> I read this somewhere, and I think it means this. Probably. I mean, if you want to get like technical here, astrology is hearsay. It's actually bullshit, but like it's hearsay bullshit. But I think my hearsay is a little more hearsay than the hearsay that it was originally supposed to be. Hearsay. Here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly I am not sure what to say or what to think all I know you know that episode in Spongebob where he learns how to be a good waiter and that's the only fucking thing in the world he knows how to do is this the only he thing he dumps in the world? literally what's all what's his name the, the person at the, like he he becomes a server and he's really fucking good at it and then some fish in Bikini Bottom asks him what's his name because he's impressed with the service and then SpongeBob panics because he's like, eh. and all the little SpongeBobs in his brain are like, "What's the name? We gotta find the name!" And they're looking through the files, and everything's on fire. That's literally me. So I'm like, "Moons, fucking got it. Trine and square opposition, Mercury and Taurus and and all this. Sh I got it in my head, but there's nothing else. So okay, well we we better make some room for other things. So <laughs> no, maybe no. we should start the show. <laughs> What's up, chicks, dicks, and everything in between? I'm Lindsay. And I'm Sapita. And you're listening to Two Salty Broads. So get ready for our starry, salty surprise. Are you going to do this every time? I don't do it every time. You've literally done it every time. No. Okay, first of all, that is a liberal use of the word literally. And second of all, I think I've only done it like maybe four times. It feels like every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you hate it. That's why it feels like every time. But why did I say starry? Because, because I see stars. I've seen nothing but stars every ever since we started doing research for this podcast. We're doing um, this episode is brought to you by astrology, not to be confused with astronomy, because that is actual science. Damn, that was like a really aggressive Sesame Street PSA. You know, like how in the <laughs> Sesame, they'll be like brought to you by the letter four or wait. <laughs> <laughs> the number four <laughs> it's a night okay hold on let me defend myself really fast before we progress any farther <laughs> all day long <laughs> all day long I <laughs> I feel like I'm having to fight a really big uphill battle right now I was doing hard work you know adult mathy spreadsheets and such answering emails phone calls people needing things but while i was doing this all day i'm having to learn about what the fuck we were going to talk about which was astrology which also by the way we weren't supposed to record this today we were supposed to record this weeks ago and yeah. we tabled it because everyone got so frustrated we had a whiteboard there were graphs drawn we were arguing the th we had to put it back down in the closet. And I thought, nope, I'm going to educate myself. I'm going to get this shit fucking right because it can't be that hard. 
It is that hard. It is that hard. So so I have no more brain power left. So yeah, I might have said by the number E or the letter four or whatever the fuck I just said. I don't even remember anymore. I might have messed up. The point still stands. Your what you said had a very angry Sesame Street energy. But here's the thing. That's why. Literally, that's why. Because when you think astrology, you think okay, like, it's the signs, so, you know, you could be an Aries or a Scorpio. Right. And that is... And that's... That's it. Like... That makes sense. I can get get that far. You you open up a magazine, because now we're dating ourselves. (laughs) You open up a Cosmo magazine when that was still relevant. Yep. You check your daily horoscope. You say, huh, that's funny. And then you tell your friends, and you move on with your life. Like, oh, I'm supposed to meet some hot guy later this month, apparently, and... And apparently, like, Tauruses, they give these kinds of blowjobs, according to Cosmopolitan. Like, that is that is what I've ever seen in as far as horoscopes. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. That, that That's the gist of it. So when we started doing research into it, we learned that it wasn't, like, just knowing your sign, which is your sun sign, by the way. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is just not even t- touching the tip of the iceberg. That's, like... No, you flew over it. Yeah. <laughs> You're not even on the iceberg, dude. <laughs> and so before we get into it, so Zodiac shit, astrology shit, I feel like it's more popular now. Like on yeah. dating profiles, people put, I'm a Pisces. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'm supposed to know what that means. Like, is that a good? Is it good to be a Pisces? Does that mean that you're <laughs> a healthy person? Do you, do you respect your peers i i don't like are you kind to animals what does that mean pisces what so i feel like in some way shape or form and in in different cultures this has always been popular right Mm -hmm. so coming from a persian background not necessarily the zodiac but superstitions in general Mm -hmm. and and fortune telling have always been pretty prevalent in our culture and i feel like even in american culture the idea of fortune tellers or mystics, sure, it's been more of a gimmick, something that's reserved. Like Miss Cleo? Th- exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's always kind of been there. Um, actually, the the, the first uh, notes of the zodiac signs actually originate from uh, Babylonian astronomy. So this shit's old. It's not yeah. a bunch of millennial white bitches who came up with nah, this dude, to it's confuse me. the first me. half of the millennium BC. Damn. Yeah. Okay. And then around the 5th century BC, um, the Babylonians under Persian rule, um, these astronomers divided the, I guess, sky into 12 equal signs. And they would correspond to 12 schematic months up to 30 days each. So then each sign contained 30 degrees of celestial longitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and because of that, they were this was like an ideal system for reference, uh, for making these predictions about who you are or how you're going to relate to your environment um, as the planets or as the year kind of went on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I guess, in the 8th century, it, it, the idea of astrology started to develop as a discipline within Islam and with a mix of like Indian, uh, Hellenistic, Iranian, and other traditions blended um, with all this knowledge. So it was believed that these signs of the zodiac and the planets can control the destiny of not only people, but of nations. Oh, shit. Yeah. So So it doesn't affect just you on an individual level. 
No, it could it could affect like the future of a nation as you know it. Or like mm. some rulers would wait until certain times to invade or to, to make all these decisions mm-hmm. because that was what was destined as good for their zodiacs. Um, and like now today, astrology services are offered to anyone and people can pay for a reading. Um, it was really valued in royal courts and rulers, again, would use it to, um, to make important decisions. So one example is, um, and I'm going to butcher the name, I apologize, um, Abbasid Caliph uh, al-Mansur used astrology to determine the best date for the founding of the new capital of Baghdad. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So a little history lesson for you. This shit's been around for quite a while. And I think it has, at least in American culture, moved past, um, you know, mom and pop, mm-hmm. uh, like psychic stores and your horoscope in your low, you know, your monthly issue of Cosmo. And it's really kind of made its way into popular culture with the help of, I think social media has had a huge hand in this because now people are able to educate others a little bit more freely on what this is. And they have a little bit more um, say in how it's consumed and interpreted. Damn. Okay. So this is like a lot <laughs> more societally systemic than i thought like mm-hmm. yeah the people just didn't dabble they were like seriously using this shit no people were seriously using this shit and and i mean again just judging by my own cultural um experiences these superstitions are are very much embedded in into the culture itself into the daily habits of the people that believe in them mm-hmm. and i think that that if we're going <clears> to <throat> Keep the Sesame Street theme going here. I think the word of the day is going to be allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, yes. <laughs> apparently, like, you know, these the way the stars are or where the planets are when you're born has an effect on how you are, allegedly. How do we prove that? Who the fuck knows? I guess just how you are. I, I don't know. So, so do we dive into this? Do we... I feel like we the only way to do it is, is to just, jump. Yeah. It's just so to we, raw dog it in there. We're, we're going to raw. So let's start okay. with what people probably already know. Before you go ahead and confuse the fuck out of everyone yeah, and myself. Yeah, you know, that's a good idea. Let's start on the like things we can all agree on okay. or that we're all aware of. So you know how it starts. It, it, it's all based on the longitude, right? So starting I at- think you've probably already lost <laughs> everybody. So <laughs> you lost me. So So in the night sky, starting right. at zero degrees longitude. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You right. have Aries, which is the ram. Oh, so and it, you, huh? It's me. And you know why I know this? And you know why I know that it has um, I guess Persian influences? Mm. Because it starts on the spring equinox, which is actually uh the same time as the Persian calendar year. Mm. So okay. yeah, was that uh, planned on your parents' end? No, like, oh, I okay. Mean, no, I don't know. They, I was conceived sometime in the summer. So ah, although summer loving, <laughs> yeah, happened so fast. A lot of my family actually has birthdays around the same time. Interesting. So, okay, yeah. something in the air in the summertime in the uh, household of Sapita's family. Mm, something's going on. Um, so it starts with Aries, and then it goes, which is the Ram, yeah. which you very affectionately refer to as the IUD. I did because the uh, symbol, <laughs> the uh, like hieroglyphic, I don't know what else to call it, 
for Aries literally looks like an IUD. Don't believe me? Google it. You'll see. (laughs) And if you don't know what an IUD is, Google that. And then you'll see. (laughs) Um, And then following that, we have you, which is Taurus, which is the bull. Yes. Yeah, man. Stubborn as shit. Uh Change my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then we have Gemini, which are known as the twins. Cancer, which is a crab. Um, Why? I know why. Because the the stars make a crab. Yeah, but why is it called cancer? Do you know any cancer crabs? Yeah, I didn't look into the actual... uh, Well, let's move on then. Yeah, let's move on. (laughs) I thought maybe you knew why. No, that is a... uh, that is a you can Google black that hole too in our uh, research. Yeah, after you Google IUDs, Google why cancer is a crab. Yeah, I, or any of the other ones for for that matter. Why why do they have the names that they have? I, it must be like that's actually a good point. I yeah, don't that know. was a well Scorpio is like a Scorpion. That one makes sense. Leo okay, lion. Like, well, yeah, Leo lion, Virgo maiden, virgin. Virgin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Libra scales. Well. Liberty scales. I don't know. I was going to say book, but that's because it's Libro is book in Spanish. (laughs) So I don't know. So we have Scorpio, Scorpion. Okay. Sagittarius, which is an archer or a centaur. Okay. Uh, Capricorn, which is a goat. Uh, Aquarius, which is a water bearer. And Pisces, which makes sense, is a fish. Why does that make sense? I think that's Latin. Is that Latin for fish? I don't know. You could tell me literally anything, and I would believe you. Well, the only, okay, so the only reason, like, is, I think the Spanish word for fish is, like, pescado. Pescado, yeah. And um, pescatarians only eat fish, so. Ah, okay, so it starts with a P, so it's, that's probably (laughs) why. it's got the same. (laughs) Yeah, there's probably some linguistic reason why all these things are called what they're called. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's out of the scope of what we've got. Took literally everything we fucking had. Literally, we didn't have the. If we didn't mention it, it's because we did not have the capacity to. We <laughs> or ran you out know of what? juice. I saw it and it didn't register that's because true. I was so concentrated on other shit. <laughs> that is like so. <laughs> so, all these twelve signs yeah. are split into three elements. So we have fire signs, which include Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. And these individuals, for the most part, tend to be passionate, dynamic, and temperamental. Um, fire can warm you. Or it can destroy you. Oh. And, but they need to be nurtured and managed carefully. Then we have the air signs. So the air signs are Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. And these guys are, are drawn to action, ideas, motiva- uh, mo- motion. Oh, so they're like the doers. Sorry. Yeah, they're the winds of change. Ah, um, okay. But they can be airheads. Uh-huh. But, but they are also breaths of fresh air. Yeah. Are you making these puns up, or is no, this like... No, literally, this is research, bitch. Although, that being said, again, Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> uh, then we have the Earth signs, which are Taurus, yeah. Virgo, and Capricorn. And these guys keep it real. They're grounded. Woo! Yeah. They work slow, but steady. <laughs> uh, they, are, they are builders, yes. they are loyal, and they are stable. They're very practical, but they can be materialistic or too focused on the surface of things to dig to dig too deep into the depths. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So making you think Allegedly. things about yourself? Allegedly. No. Allegedly. I want to argue, but my instinct <laughs> is to always argue, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so then we have, well, maybe, maybe you have some water sign in you then. Those are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. They're intuitive, emotional, and ultra-sensitive. <laughs> Yeah, they can be mysterious, um, but they can also be refreshing, or they can drown you in their depths. 
Um, they are they have intense dreams and are borderline psychic intuition. So they have like a like a borderline psychic abilities. <clears throat> and wow. security is very important to them. I feel like if we can equate um, psychic abilities to like having an antenna, I don't have one at all. <laughs> like I think I could I'm probably the furthest from having any yeah. kind of special abilities in that realm. Yeah. I have 2020 vision and that's like the thing I have going for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no special abilities. Okay. So that that's a pretty good uh, explanation. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of like lumps them into bite-sized pieces. Mm-hmm. And then within each of these uh, sun signs or these zodiac signs, mm-hmm. there are more kind of specific traits. So for example, I'm an Aries. That's a fire sign. Um, we're, we're very competitive. We're bold and ambitious. We drive headfirst into the most challenging of situations. Can be a little stupid idea, but um, that's kind of the trait of Aries. Um, Do you feel like that resonates with you? I feel like I can be temperamental and like act without thinking. So I, I think in that way, I, I guess I can relate. I also use this as a like so. I, every time I say something stupid and not necessarily stupid as in like, but like, <laughs> like unnaturally aggressive uh, or like you have been known to do that. Can yeah. you confirm? Yeah. So every time I say that and like people start judging me, I always go, well, I'm an Aries. So like, you've not, no, Sapita, look at me. You've never, you've I used have, but your jest, sign as a reason in, to be an asshole. In, as a, in jest. <sighs> in jest. In jest. All right. As long as it was a jest. Listen, I understand that we have free will. And I think that's the thing that, like, in, in all my research, and you can probably relate to it a little, you can probably speak to it a little bit more because you did more of that personality. Because I Googled for more time today than you did? Well, that is, goes without saying. But, <laughs> <clears throat> but, like, I feel like we all have free will. And I know this comes into like a philosophical conversation of like, do you have free will or is everything kind of predestined? But to me, like, I don't think I'm predestined to act the way I do because Mm. there are other individuals who are born at the same time. It could have been even in the exact same location as me. And we have very different personalities allegedly, because I don't actually know, but I actually know someone who was born near me on the same day as me, and we're not the same. There you go. <coughs> so, boom. Science. Science, yeah. <laughs> Astrology. <laughs> Practicality. So, then, should we maybe tiptoe into the more complicated waters? Um, or do we still swim in the area of safety? Do we lay the groundwork any further? I'm not sure when to dive so, into this. Let me let me look let me look at my uh You let me know when you're ready because I want you to be comfortable. Thing, I, don't I want you to be lubed ready. up for this uh for this conversation. <clears throat> I don't want you feeling raw. I don't want you feeling unsatisfied after this is over. Okay. So should, do you want to discuss what the sun and the moon are first before you before you go into Yes. But you've got to call it what it is, man, and it's the primal triad. Because there's three main things that allegedly make up who you are. And by primal, you mean like we can't help it? It is our primal like... Allegedly. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's your... You got your sun, your moon, and your rising. Those three things make up your primal 
triad. And what is rising? Rising <laughs> is like what is it on a map or what is it like? No, like what the fuck is it? Oh, like what does that even mean? It, it uh, is apparently what your mask to the world is. So how you come off and how people perceive you. So the sun, wherever the fuck the sun was when you were born, that's the core of who you are. And then wherever the moon was when you were born, that is the emotional self and the things that you need to achieve or get in life to feel happiness and fulfillment. And then the rising, I don't know if that's planet or whatever the fuck, (laughs) but the rising, wherever that is (laughs) on the little circle thing, it's your mask to the world. It's how you come off to people, whether that be thy true self or not. mm, That's just how you come off to people. So it's those three things that make up the general essence without being too specific of who you are. So we talked about the sun sign, which is your zodiac sign, and we know that that is based off of the date of your birth. So how does one calculate the moon or the rising? So you get this thing, this freaking complicated thing called a birth chart, (laughs) okay? Like who knew circles could be so confusing, You get this circle and there's all these squiggle lines and hieroglyphics and shit all squiggled all over this thing. And you're supposed to just know what it means. And before we get into what that means, all it is, is it's basically a map of the sky when you were born. That's all it is. Boiled down, apparently. Of the sky in the location and at the time that you were born. So wherever the fuck you were born, you look up, that's what the sky looked like, apparently. Right, like that's where the planets were, where the constellations were, and where the planets were in relation to each other. All that. Okay. Okay. So, sun. Everything is this. We revolve around the sun. That's like everything. That's why your zodiac, your your like the horoscope, all that shit's based on your sun sign. So wherever the sun, mine, the sun was crossing Taurus when I was born. That's just it. The moon happened to be crossing. Uh, what's the two faced one? Gemini? Gemini. That's the one. The moon was in that position when I was born. That's the emotional self. That is the 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 person, the deeper side of you that you may don't maybe don't let people see, the things that you need to kind of include in your life to feel fulfilled and to feel happiness. Now, this rising business um, is, I don't really know how to read this on the map. So <laughs> when you look at the map, you look to see where the little sun is symbol is which is a circle with a dot in the middle usually and you can see wherever that is if it's lined up with the different zodiac hieroglyphics mine is a circle with a u which is the taurus the sun is right under that hieroglyphic and then for sagittarius the little moon is right under the set or no sorry gemini yeah (laughs) is right (laughs) under the gemini hieroglyphic which looks like it's trying to be an h but it's not or it's like a roman pillar or something the little moon icon is under that zodiac. And if you're confused as fuck, that's fine. Just Google a natal chart or Google birth chart and you'll see there's a circle. And then in the circle, there's little hieroglyphics. And then within the smaller circle, there's like different planetary symbols. Um, and the rising, again, we're not experts. This is literally shit we just <laughs> self-taught like over probably eight very painful hours. Um, the rising is just your mask. And so for me, just to give an example, the rise for me is, 
Um, I actually don't even know if I know. So we're about to find out together because I know for sure I'm a the Gemini. So here we go. See, Moon is in Gemini. Um, maybe it won't tell me. All I know is the rising is your mask. So I don't know how I come off to people and I'm not sure actually how to read this on the chart. <laughs> <laughs> but basically those three things make up your general whatever the fuck, how, who you are, how you are. I think if I had to take an educated guess here, I'm pretty sure that my, oh, here we go. Here we go. My rising, which is the one with the upside down U with the little circles on the bottom. Do you know? Uh, no, not off the top of my head or any part of my being. Oh, well, Speedo, what helper? Honestly, what helper? Hold on, hold on. What? Describe it again. It's an upside down U. Upside down U. Um, with two little circles on the bottom. I wasn't looking. It looks like you know, like uh, it'd be like a septum piercing. It looks like a septum piercing. Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm looking for the septum piercing. God damn it. Honestly, the stuff, you guys, it's pretty it, complicated. So if after this you're more confused, that's fine. I'm literally looking at the fucking chart, and I cannot see. Oh, okay. That's North Node. I was wrong. <laughs> okay. So... Oh, wait. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. So apparently the septum piercing means North Node, which we'll talk about in a minute because I actually know what that means. Okay. Because I have no fucking idea yeah. what that means. Yeah. 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 I actually know what that means and that's mildly exciting. Um, so basically. Uh, it's like we're taking an exam and I'm cheating off of you. Oh, no. Wait. Fuck. There's another septum piercing symbol. Okay. Well. <clears throat> <laughs> What you need to know, to recap, in case you're as confused as we are, the primal triad makes up your sun sign, which is wherever the fuck the sun was when you were born. Yeah. The moon sign. That's your emotional self. That's your, like, what you need to feel good in life. That is wherever the moon was. Mm -hmm. And then the rising sign, which is um, all the way to the left on the chart. It's in between house 12 and house one. If you don't know what that means, we'll get into the houses in a second, but it's right on that um, horizon line, the horizontal line all okay. the way on the left. And so for me, I don't know what uh, Zodiac this is, but it's a little squiggly upside down. You that's my rising sign. Okay. I'm an Aries sun, a Taurus moon and a Leo rising. Okay. That, okay. See, I know mine. So, and I know that Leo people, they're like the performers or charismatic. They like to seek love and attention. And so maybe you come off to people as like childish or maybe you come off as Thanks like- Thanks for calling me out, bitch. Well, dude, she I'm not used. saying- You scared me. I told you you had old fisherman eyes when I met <laughs> you. So that wasn't your How rising- that childish It's though? not. I'm just saying that- allegedly this whole episode is allegedly okay allegedly people might maybe at some point find you childish if they don't know you maybe <laughs> are we clear <laughs> did that clarify does everybody feel <laughs> all right i am sweat i'm actually gonna take this off i am like actually yeah, sweating i think we're about to get into the houses and we here are. is where and all here's the where things get a little dicey yeah Okay. <laughs> Sound guy Dan is just like rolling his eyes. So you get, you're curious about a birth chart, right? Sure. You yes. make a birth chart. Let's do it. You need to put in a handful of pieces of information to have a birth chart. You have to have the day you were born. Mm -hmm. So that's day, month, year. You have to have 
where you were born, like city, and you have to have time. And that's just so we know relatively the area that you are, what the sky probably looked like at that time. So we'll start with the first part, which is the houses. Okay. I'm going to like go so slow on this. And so we don't fuck this up. The houses are fixed. Like think of it like a clock. You're looking at a big clock. Number one and number 12 are like all the way on the left. And they, and the rotation goes counterclockwise. So two is just below one, three is just below two. And it goes all the way counterclockwise, all the way to 12 on the left. You have the eastern horizon. I mentioned this just a second ago. That's the rising. That's the beginning of the chart. Okay? And so they go counterclockwise, and directly across from the ascendant is the descendant. I don't know what the fuck it means. It's called the descendant. Let's move past it. The houses are always fixed. So look at that clock. It's always the same. Different house systems may divide the houses differently in terms of size. So in most cases, there's the even house system. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 are the same width, we'll say, if we're looking at a circle. There is other house configurations that place more value on certain houses. So like think of houses like Harry Potter. There's like Slytherin and Gryffindor and all this shit. They all value different things. Each house values different things. Like the first house is the house of self. And it just means like who you are, your personal identity, social identity, how people identify you. It's all about just your personal identity. That's just as an example. So certain systems may place more value on the self. So that one piece of the pie, if you think it like 12 pieces of the pie, piece number one might be a little bit fatter than the rest of them. Okay. And so there's different names for this shit. There's the Porphyry, Placidus, Regiomontis. And like doing all this shit, the first thought I had was like, fuck, I would fail out of Hogwarts (laughs) immediately. (laughs) Like there is zero chance. Like literally feels like someone reached their hand into a Scrabble bag, pulled out some letters and were like, yeah. Professor Trelawney would, Trelawney? Professor Trelawney would tris- expel me because, like, I can I just could not. I Dude. had to rewind the video like four times to understand what was going on. Emma so, Thompson would eat you out of the astrology tower. She would honestly. She wouldn't. She wouldn't think twice about it, and I wouldn't blame her. <laughs> I'd be like, Thank you. <laughs> it's because I'm a Taurus, huh? <laughs> so each house, you're like, what the fuck is a house? Yeah. I'll tell you. It represents an area of life. You think a house is an area in the sky? It represents an area of life. And uh, a zodiac sign rules each house, but hold on. All the fuck that means is like certain aspects of this area of life tend to have traits associated with a certain zodiac. There's 12 houses, 12 signs. It doesn't mean that everything is always Taurus that's in house one or two or it, So don't get confused. It just means that like, for example, house two is the house of possessions. Taurus rules that house. Taurus is known, allegedly, to value possessions, materialistic, is very sensual, it likes to experience senses, is very indulgent. So that's why Taurus rules. And I don't know why the fuck they need to rule it. It seems irrelevant, but they do. Okay? That's just something you need to know. So... That's it. Just leave that where it lie. It doesn't really don't make touch it. Don't, yeah, just don't think about it too hard. 
So the 12 houses, without going too into detail, we mentioned one is the house of self. It's self-identity. Two is money, possession, self-esteem, whatever. Three is communication. So it's how you gather, share information, your personal mental activity, learning, all that stuff. Four is the home, your life, your roots, how you feel with your, in your inner security, all that good stuff. Five is children. doesn't necessarily mean kids like wah. It means pleasure, playfulness. Yeah, because I saw pleasure. And when you said children, I went, well, that's one way to do it. Well, (laughs) (laughs) maybe if if they enjoy a lot of pleasure, maybe that is, you know, who who knows? A lot of this is like a little all over the place. So self-expression, romance, childlike. I don't know if Leo rules this house. I don't know. I don't know. I don't Who know. the fuck knows? I Not me. Know. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Six is the house of servants. So skills, competence, your devotion, your loyalty to things, self-sacrifice. Seven is marriage. And that just necess- that doesn't necessarily mean the actual confines of marriage, legal marriage. It just means Partnership. partnerships, all that good stuff. Eight is house of death, which it doesn't necessarily mean like, <laughs> it means like, routine lie or excuse me it means sexual desire which i don't know why yeah because i was gonna say mine says sex and i guess sex and death i i don't know sex brings about life so death uh, this one is probably a discussion for the philosophers out there and my brain literally hurts so (laughs) i I, i'm not even gonna we're just gonna tell you what it is yeah uh, life after death morality all these things are in house nine which is death 10 career Obvious. We'll skip that. 11. We got friends. Wait, did you skip house eight? Oh, I skipped house nine. Shit. Eight is death. Yeah. Nine is journey and travel. So that's like, do you like routines? Do you like to travel? Whatever. Ten's career. That one's self-explanatory. Move on. 11. Friends. Plans, goals, friend groups, movements that you're a part of, hopes, dreams, etc. And 12 is the house of troubles. So consciousness um, events that disrupt your identity, things like that. That's the 12 houses. So the, you can think of it as like this. The houses are the where. What area of life are certain things happening? Is it your area of your career? Is it the area of sex and passion? Is it the area of childlike playfulness? Is it the area of learning, personal problems, whatever? That's houses. Do we feel good about houses? Maybe. Potentially. Let's let's just move forward. Okay. So it's That's not it. just okay. houses. Okay. Right? There's like, there's more. Is there? There's a lot more. Fuck. There's a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> and and you just like you you got to the tip of the iceberg, I think, with everything. Yeah, because the the so I, I listened, I can't take credit for this. I didn't just think this into existence. I listened to the astrology podcast. Um, those guys, they know their fucking shit. And I had to stop because they got way, it's, it's literally like an iceberg. I mean, they just, they, the amount of knowledge that these guys have on the subject is incredible. We can link it in our show notes. Yeah. yeah. And it just, if you're interested in this, don't listen to us. Listen no. to them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, listen to us, review us, but yeah. <laughs> listen to them. But if you're like looking to feel better about the fact that you don't know fuck all about astrology, continue listening because it only gets worse. <laughs> um, and then there was a YouTuber, her name, I'm going to butcher the name, but her name was Lavender, Lavender, Lavender. And I loved, she simplified this shit. She pared it down so far that like, I feel like I was able to start to get a grip on it. 
Um, but you could tell these people, and these are people that enjoy astrology. They practice it all the time. I have zero experience with no, it. I know yeah. you do too. Yeah. I'm not even really sure where I fall on it in terms of like, is it real? I mean, I think there's a lot of shit in the world we don't understand. As This specifically, I don't know, you know, but I don't know. So within the houses, we have the planets. Okay. Okay. So there's like... Yeah, because there's planets in the sky. Yeah, yeah. There's Mercury, Venus, Earth, Neptune, all that shit. Pluto. Yeah. Well, actually, Pluto is counted in this shit. Yeah. Fuck you, scientists. Yeah. Still a planet in astrology. The hard science. (laughs) (laughs) And there's some like extra moons and shit included. So I think there's 10 celestial bodies that are counted in the astrological natal chart world. And wherever these shits are floating about in the world. We got our, um, think about the zodiacs, right? Because like the zodiacs are basically just constellations in the sky. The sky looks like it's rotating around us because we're rotating around the sun, mm-hmm. right? So, well, isn't isn't the sky rotating as well? The whole sky? Yeah, the, the universe, the solar system is rotating. No. Uh, <laughs> is the solar system rotating, sound guy Dan? <laughs> I thought that the stars and everything are I thought we just in motion. Well, they are rotating around the center of the galaxy. Yeah. But like, can we see that? Or are they going so slow? Yeah, that- no, we can see that. Okay. <laughs> can we pretend that they're not moving <laughs> for the sake of my argument? <laughs> oh, gosh. I wasn't prepared for that. All right. So whatever. Sometimes in the year we look up, we can see a handful of constellations. Other times we look up, it's different ones, right? Because we're fucking moving. We're moving. Everything's moving. Everything's moving. So same with all the other planets. They're all rotating. And so hear me out. Wherever the planet lands, whichever, uh, we'll say whichever zodiac that they land in for you, and whatever house they land in, that means something. So. Okay. Okay. So let's think about it like this. There's three things that you're considering when you're looking at a chart. One, you're looking at the house, which is the area of life. Okay. The planets are mind functions, like mental functions, aggression, happiness, things like that. So the sign is the how and why, the personality, the characteristic, how these things are manifested. Okay. 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 So let's like let's like look at an example. Okay. Yeah. Because can you tell me what the planets stand for? Yep, I can. Yep. Okay. So planets. We have the sun, which is the ego. We mentioned this. Yeah. This is who you are. Moon is feelings, emotion. Yeah. Mercury is intelligence. Okay. Mind, thinking, logic, all that. Venus, beauty, harmony, creativity, love, relationships. Mars, aggression, assertiveness personal freedom, independence, whatever. Jupiter, vitality, confidence, generosity, cheerfulness, and resilience. Saturn is discipline, self-respect, faith in your destiny, and peace with solitude. Uranus, Uranus, (laughs) however you want to say it, it will always be Uranus Uranus. to me, (laughs) is capacity for authority, social programming, individuality, And Neptune is consciousness, spirit, soul, separation from ego. And Pluto is realization of your destiny, truth-seeking, desire to change the world, whatever. So those are all 
if we take, for example, Mercury, intelligence, mind, thinking, logic, how you think about things, what you focus on, what you spend most of your time thinking about, what interests you mentally, how you feel challenged, wherever the fuck it lands, Mercury lands and whatever Zodiac, it may mean different things, like what you're interested in. So in my case, allegedly, Mercury happened to land in the Aries Zodiac. So when I was born, Mercury was chilling in Aries. Cool. And the implication there is that I love heated disputes because Aries. Oh, mine's also an Aries. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and that is probably because the rotation of the planets around the sun is different, right? Or no. What? I don't know. Forget (laughs) it. Strike that from the record. I'm going to confuse myself. I'm not entirely sure how you and me can both be Mercury Aries. Obviously, it's because Mercury landed in Aries Zodiac. But yeah. Oh, maybe it's because Mercury hadn't transitioned out of that Zodiac. Because, you know, they got to rotate. Well, also, I'm a year older than you, too. What's that got to do with anything, though? I don't know. The sky looks different. In a one year? No way it I looks that different. I know. I don't know, man. But, okay. So. Something about how fast Mercury goes around the sun, too, no? Yeah. Pro- that, that has yeah. to do with yeah. it. That ha- yeah. Yeah. They pass through. It passes over constellations a lot faster than other planets. Sure. So yeah. there'd be a lot more chance. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. That's yep. it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and so we love heated debates. Yep. Lively minds that quickly understand a given situation. Nope. Except astrology. <laughs> yeah. And we're resourceful and capable, except with astrology. Yep. And we may prefer to jump into a decision and not have much patience with pretense. Well, that just... Well, yeah, because yeah. we're talking about astrology and we've <laughs> done probably not enough research. No. So... Okay. So our intelligence... That's how our intelligence works. Okay. And it's related to what zodiac it fell in. Okay. And so Mercury... Um, was also, it landed, because remember, the uh, the only thing fixed on the chart is the houses. So the um, the planets and the zodiac and all that shit is rotating, but the uh, houses stay the same. Mm-hmm. So what house is your Mercury planet in? The ninth. See, okay, this is where ours are different. Okay. Because mine is in the tenth. Okay. And this ha- maybe this has to do with the rotation of Mercury around the sun. It has to be, yeah. Right, yeah. that makes sense. So yours... What is what does that mean if Mercury is in the ninth house for you, which we established is the um, uh, what is house it, number nine? That's the, that's the so it says philosophy on my end, but yours said something else. Uh, journey and travel, philosophy, ethics, personal worldview, yeah. etc. Yeah. So basically, for me, it means that I'm just always curious. My knowledge is never satisfied, mm. um, and I very much enjoy journeys to faraway places. I'd be willing to live abroad, which I mean, okay. You like that's it, true. All of it is pretty true. I'm I'm always looking to learn something new, even if it might be slightly morbid in topic and and <laughs> I, you know, I and I, I do love to travel and I feel like I am one of those flexible people that could live abroad. Okay. Right. Okay, but what about like okay, what is ten, the 10th house? 10th house is career. Career. Okay. Mm-hmm. That okay. So, apparently I speak easily, 
except if it's about astrology. Mm-hmm. I like to keep many irons in the fire, and um, I keep that into my I keep that in my career. And um, let's see, I could change my career directions frequently or change my mind. I could have more than one job going at once. And That's true. I, it is true, and I do require frequent changes of setting or activities to remain stimulated and challenged. That is true. I do like true. different um, stuff. I don't want to do the same thing every mm-hmm. day. Um, I mean, with the exception of Sound Guy Dan, you're probably one of the more busy people that that I know. That's true. That is true. And I, I mean, he's but I'm not like a famous a, musician, though. So yeah, that that that's true. Yeah. But yeah. You, you are a famous uh, actress. I am? Well, I mean, kind of, in, in the uh, Orange County Musical Theater. Oh, uh, geez. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Before anybody starts trying to Google my shit, <laughs> nothing will come up except maybe some embarrassing high school photos. <laughs> you know, like, I, no, I am no famous actress. I was in a short uh, film once, though. Oh. Yep, and uh, my character was supposed to be this like really plain lame white person oh. and we lived in this place called Dillyville. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't fucking believe me it's a short film called stitches directed by pamela johnson look it up <laughs> oh my god facts i kind of have to yeah okay. i don't know if you'll be able to see it but like i was like 16 15 and i got to be in it and i'm probably not very good either so <laughs> um anyway okay so there's three like we said there's three things you're considering there's the planet Mm -hmm. what house it's in and the zodiac and Mm -hmm. it's the the how and the why and the what is being affected basically and you can get d and so basically what you're giving what's happening is you're getting more and more information so we know taurus oh boom they're hard-headed whatever okay they are maybe but like Let's talk about the areas of their life and what areas of their life are they affected by or like what are they more interested in or what is happening. So to make things even more complicated. Oh, my God, there's more. There's like literally so much. And I feel like I feel like when we're talking about this, we sound like the Charlie Brown teachers. They're like, because like it gets so convoluted and I'm trying my best to remain succinct, but it's pretty difficult. So, Well, I think it's also the desire to understand right like if you're going into it thinking it's bullshit like you're just gonna be like why does any of this matter but honestly it's it's actually pretty interesting how in depth this goes yeah i mean it's pretty incredible um because i all literally always thought it was just like 12 signs and that was it yeah you could find out if you believe in this stuff you could find out a shitload of stuff i mean it even goes there's these two things on the chart that are called the north node and the south node as far as position and what and why they're positioned where they are i couldn't tell you in relation to like the sun if there's a certain reason but there's two there's the north and the south and they're completely opposite each other the uh north node is the uh is it the past let me actually make sure i get this right South node is past who you were, what you were doing, karmic past, your instinct. And the north node is the future, where you want to go, what you'll need to achieve happiness. Um, and so for me, the north node is located in the Capricorn zodiac. So it's, um, 
And it's also in the sixth house. So apparently in the first half of my life, I might hold on to my past childhood or longing for the days when there were fewer responsibilities. Um, However, my personal happiness and whatever as an adult come from embracing responsibilities. And it's a fool's errand to deny my need to excel in the outside world. And I need to learn to be more self-sufficient to improve my life many times over, allegedly. Wait, where did you say your north node was? Capricorn. Oh, okay. Where are you at? Aquarius. I had to, like, (laughs) command F uh, to find node. Um, So for me, it's... I it, so my my path is to learn to be more impractical and less possessive in relationships and with creative product uh, projects. Um, as I learn to let go of that need for uh, a pat a passionate chase, satisfaction will come to me naturally. Um, and then my north node is in the sixth house, so I tend to retreat or escape when times get tough. Same. Really? When the going gets tough, get the fuck, fuck out, out of there. there right? Take vacation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I might limit my, uh, we might limit our luck and opportunities by avoiding the realities of life. Mm. Uh, avoidance, I tell you, it is the uh, best way to not do what you want to do or you need to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have our nodes. Well, we have North Node. What the fuck is my South Node? Oh, wait, hold on. I don't know if it's on and on our chart that we have here, but the South Node is your past. Okay, it's it, she's not showing up. Okay, so let's just keep that in mind. South is the past, your instincts, where your roots are, and the North Node is the future, where you're, where you should be going if you want to feel fulfilled and achieve happiness in your later life. Okay, allegedly. Now. In the inner circle, if you ever look up a birth chart, you're like, okay, what are all these stupid fucking lines? There's like mm-hmm. all these lines everywhere. And you're like, well, pff, what, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't understand. And it took me like all day to figure it out. They are called aspects. Okay. And aspects are relationships or distances between planets. And apparently where they are in relation to each other mean something so there's four different options if there's an aspect between planets there is square which means it makes a 90 degree angle between Mm -hmm. the two planets what does that mean mean like in astrology is it good or is it bad it's bad okay but i don't know what kind of bad (laughs) okay try to find an example i don't know okay opposition which is also bad is 180 degrees, so the planets are uh, directly across from each other. Sextile is 60 degrees apart from each other, and trine is 120 degrees. So sextile and trine are positive. So if you've got planets that are sextile and trine, Mm -hmm. that probably means something good. Square in opposition is bad. I don't know if you have an example of that on your on so your chart. I'm looking at one right now. I have 38 sextile between Neptune and Pluto. That means I am perceptive and able to see layers to a situation, and I'm naturally drawn to learning what makes myself and others tick. See, so that's a good thing. Yeah. Because Pluto and whatever the fuck the other one was are sextile. It meant something good for trying, you. You're perceptive. Trying. 
Oh, oh yeah, trine. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, so what's an example of a bad one? Like square or opposition? Do you have any of those? I'm saying conjunction. Is that? I have no clue what the fuck that okay, is. Okay, we're just going to so. move past conjunction. <laughs> so maybe that's another one. Maybe there's a fifth one. Or maybe conjunction, it means one okay. like another name for one of these other ones. Okay, I see opposition. Okay. Uh, oppo- uh, opposition between Jupiter and Uranus. I'm okay. too independent for my own good. Um, my liberty is all important. I made lack diplomacy. Okay. Uh, and my, Sometimes. yeah. And I, um, uh, let's see. Ex- my extravagance can be shocking to some. I like verbal battles and may expose extremist ideas to shock companions. Um, and I have, I can have a number of internal tensions. So and that- all of that is true because Jupiter and some other fucking planet are across yep. from each other. Let's see square. Okay. So square, uh, between Mars and the thing called mid mid heaven. What is that? I don't fucking know. You sh- No, no. That wasn't one of the <laughs> ten. I don't know. Okay. They're just on. making things up to confuse me now. Let me see. Let me now. see. Okay. Square between Mars and Lilith. Love affairs are temptuous with quarrels, crisis, and great passion after the storm. What the fuck does that mean? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Mars and Pluto. Square between Mars and Pluto. Yeah. Do something we've okay. all heard of. All right. I have a tendency <laughs> to impose my will upon others, ah. which can cause uh, severe problems for myself when they react in self-defense. I have a trigger happy temper and may mm. even resort to verbal or physical abuse when upset. Dan can confirm. Yeah. <laughs> Learning to react <laughs> to unpleasant circumstances with my intellect rather than my emotions will come with maturity. We're still waiting on that. Uh, yes, we are. See, so there you go. Square means bad shit. Opposition, bad. Trine, good. The other one, good. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. Oh, uh, sextile, yeah, good. Yeah, but um, I mean, whatever the conjunction is. I don't know. I don't know. Forget that one exists. It doesn't matter because you know what? The astrology podcast, people did not talk about it. So unless that's in like advanced astrology or whatever, then I this don't is know. just 101 this is 101 this is less this is like astrology one <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even sure this qualifies as a college level course so you mentioned the fire earth water yeah all that shit there's another grouping okay i don't know if, if there's a a name for them but there's three things that the four, there's four okay. houses. I was going to say, because you're saying three, but your fans are showing there's four. There's four zodiac signs that fall into each category. There's three categories. There's cardinal, fixed, and mutable. And it has to deal with how far into each uh, season you are. So, for example, cardinal is at the beginning of a new cycle, beginning of spring, beginning of summer, beginning of fall, beginning of winter. Okay. You are a cardinal. Aries is a cardinal. Yeah. Uh, because that's the beginning of spring. And I, I'm in line to be Pope. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Fuck you. Different <laughs> cardinal. And they are allegedly unafraid to initiate new cycles. They tend to be leaders, blah, blah. Fixed is in the middle of the seasons. Okay. So I'm in, I'm fixed. Mm-hmm. I'm in the middle. And they uh, are like pff, stamina to see things through. They're so focused they can achieve anything, including talking about this shit. And last is mutable. And they're at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And they are adaptable and experienced in lots of different things. And they're flexible. Allegedly. Allegedly. 
All so, of this is allegedly. All of it. So if you notice, like each so each zodiac sign, there's four. Let's say Capricorn, Sagittarius, Pisces, and whatever the fuck are cardinal. I don't know if that's true. Let's just pretend there's whatever the ones I just said are cardinal. Mm-hmm. Planets. And they let's say they land in those cardinal mm-hmm. houses. If you've got a bunch of planets that are in like cardinal categories, that means something. Versus like if you've got a bunch of planets in like the mutable category. No, do you know what it means? No. Okay. I just know what it means. <laughs> the whole point of all of this is that it means something. Everything means something. Nothing is arbitrary. Nothing is like an accident. Nothing is is like just, oh, that's just the way it is. Like there's a reason, but but that is like so deep we're just trying to give you the 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 bare bones dude this is like yeah and, you, and we've been talking for like almost an hour dude. yeah i mean and, and this is yeah and i guess like the thing we could probably what we should do i'll give you one more piece okay and then we'll see if we can summate okay. everything we've just fucking talked about which you can summate it because i will not... but i just spent i just like i mean i don't even know if this can be like there's a quiz at the though. end of the damn it <laughs> But, like, Sabita. this can't be summarized because... Yes, it can. Not by me, but by someone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you tell the one thing, and then I'll tell you the one thing that, like, just comes to mind when I think of all this shit. Okay. Okay? All right. Yeah, go. Final so, thing. here's the deal. Okay. On your chart, the things split into quadrants. You've got the up and the down and the left and the right. Mm-hmm. And so we think of it in hemispheres, just like a, like Earth. We have the northern hemisphere and the southern hemisphere. All the shit in the northern hemisphere is associated with something called objectivity, and all the shit in the southern hemisphere is subjectivity. So if you notice on your chart, you've got a lot of planets and a lot of lines and a lot of activity and whatever in the north, it means a lot of your personal growth, battles, all that shit is going to be in a more public stage. And that doesn't mean like famous person. It just means like your issues are more out in the open. Your issues are more with other people. They, you know, you're having to fight through things with other family, partner, whatever. The shit down below, lower hemisphere, subjectivity, that's internal stuff. Maybe anxiety, depression, confidence issues, whatever. Your growth and all that stuff is on the inside. Mm. And then you split it down the middle. We've got the Western Hemisphere and the Eastern Hemisphere. If all your shit is on the Western Hemisphere, then that means freedom. And all the stuff on the right, that's the fate. So allegedly, if all your stuff is more on the left, you have a little bit more freedom and autonomy in determining your life path and where things are going. Free will. Free will. But if all your crap is on the right, Predestiny. Fate's giving you a little predestiny. You got a path that you you got to follow. So I guess that just that creates the argument that you were talking about. How much free will do we have? How much fate yeah. do we have? Does it matter if Mercury, Venus, Earth, and Mars were on the left and not the right? Does that determine whether I have free will or not? Mm-hmm. I I would say no personally, but I don't know. Um, so confusing all this shit's fucking uh, it, confusing it's, it's a lot of information but the, the the best way that i can summarize it is by using um instances in uh certain horror films so what stay with me Leave stay with I'm me with stay you. with me I'm okay with you. all right so you watch movies like end of days and the omen right mm-hmm. these kids were predestined right the stars and the zodiacs all aligned to create this destiny for this child. And mm. this, this destiny was one of evil. So these children had to be born on a certain day in a certain area 
and at a certain time in order for them to be pre predetermined to have this destiny. Yeah, but like what about the other babies born in that hospital at the same time? So, but not all of them might have the things that we didn't go through yet. And I don't even know what that is. That's true. But like, what if your zodiac, like if you go down the line enough, is also based off of the the moment that you were conceived or the zodiac of your parents, right? Because when we think about it, like mm. our biology and all of our star signs have to be linked down our generations as well. Ah, it's mm. like, oh yeah, your dad was a Capricorn and your mom was a Sagittarius. That's why you're a bitch. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I never yeah. thought about blaming it on your parents' star sign. I just don't I'm going like to start using that as an excuse. So. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere I can deflect blame, yeah. I'm going to. So, to summate, there's 12 houses, right? Right? Well, the, the 12, there's 12 houses, but there's 12 zodiacs. Yeah. And then there's 12 houses. Yeah. And we're two confused bitches. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Fuck yes to that. <laughs> but basically, if we're trying to unconfuse or if we're trying to unfuck everything, there's 12 houses. Yeah. There's 12 zodiacs. Yeah. There's 10 celestial bodies that are recognized as in the star chart. Okay. Okay. Signs correspond to characteristics. Planets are mind functions, happiness, anger, etc. Houses, the area of life. Planet that tells you the what, what mental function we're talking about, and wherever it stops into whatever sign, how and why. How is that mental function expressed in terms of personality and characteristics? How is that happiness expressed? Is it in terms of performance? Is it in terms of creative? Is it in terms of whatever? Mm -hmm. And then the house is where? What area of life is this? Is in your career? Are you artistic in your career? Are you artistic in your personal endeavors? Whatever. That's all that shit means. Of course, we have the things like I just told you about destiny, mm -hmm. personal problems, inter or intra-personal problems, the future and the past. All these things, allegedly, can be derived from your star chart. Are you, are you, do you feel good? Now you can empty your brain of all that information. I just am not sure if we... <laughs> we we didn't scratch the surface. No, but oh no. I just meant like, did we get it right? I feel I feel I feel like we did. I feel like we okay. We probably got most. But here's of it the thing: right. this is all also at least in my head subjective. Yeah, because astrology, at least to me, is subjective because I it's decide it's not an exact science. Exactly. I I well, it's not even an exact science. I mean, it's I not exact. How about yeah. that? <laughs> I like to believe in free will. So same, you know. That is my belief. Mm -hmm. Now, do I still think that it's fun to read about for my sure. horoscope? Yeah. For sure. But, I mean, don't take it seriously. You know? Like, don't don't let it run your life. Right. You don't know? be like, oh, Mercury's in retrograde and I'm a Scorpio, so I better go hide yeah. for a year. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't even know if that's a real thing, but... I mean, I, th I think it, it's a real thing, but I don't know if the action is, is necessary. Well, apparently related, there's like, I'll say this. There's an eclipse that's happening sometime, apparently. I don't in know. In the near future? or No, like, I don't know. Oh, okay. But so there's there like will be an eclipse. Some special eclipse sometime, but it happens like in either the Taurus or the Scorpio Zodiac. Okay. I forget. Okay. 
And because those two zodiacs are directly opposite each mm-hmm. other, they're both affected. And this, the rest of this year is supposed to be a year of like mega change for those two zodiacs. And so I'm like, excuse me, what? Like, so allegedly it's a big year of change for me. Waiting for that that change. lottery ticket. Yeah, I don't know. I don't because I mean, shit. ever since COVID, everything has been. It's like we're living Groundhog Day. Kind of. And I mean, like, seems like a lot of things have changed, not just for me, but for everybody. It's like everything changed, and then that new change hasn't changed. Yeah. So, (laughs) I don't know. I think there was maybe just one big fat lunar eclipse, and nobody realized it, because... Yeah. I don't know. But apparently, so, yeah, don't let it run your life, because I know people that are like, oh, no, got to break out my crystals, got to do this, got to do that, because And we can do an entire episode on crystals, too, but... Maybe we should. I mean, I'm going to need a little bit of a brain break before we do that. I want to go back to the things that we know. Yeah. You know Liquor. what? Next episode will be. And bad jokes. I, I want to go back to the, those times. <laughs> I miss those times, you know? N- next episode, we'll do something that's easy for us. <laughs> <laughs> there's no math, right? There's no. There's okay. N- there's going to be no math. No, no math, imaginary numbers. No geography. Found out I'm bad at that today. <laughs> yeah. No astronomy. No. Okay. History. No, no, no rotation. No, no history. I mean, no, no. Okay, history's cool. No, history's cool. History's history's fine. Right, but, but no like, rotations. No celestial no, rotations. No. Yeah. No letter four. No letter four. <laughs> Fuck you, Dan. <laughs> All right. I I do have a mighty morphin power daddy. How? How could you have a mighty morphin <laughs> power daddy for this? So I was thinking, like, astrology is a little witchy, and I know that you and I have talked about this individual, like. He's been brought up a couple times. Okay. But he, he's a uh, very, very famous child actor oh, who has okay. that child actor money and now can take kick-ass roles that might be a little bit more indie for most modern audiences. Daniel Radcliffe. Dude. Or I guess Dan Radcliffe. Ah, oh, he glowed up. He, he went, glowed I mean, in. he was a little cutie in Harry Potter. And then, I mean, like, I'm not... How do I say this? <laughs> He, like he could get it, but like I'm not like damn. No, no, just he's like not. He's funky. not daddy, but like it'd be fun. Like yeah. it'd be fun. Yeah, I'd win Guardian Leviosa that dig. I'd do Dude, it. Dude, but you I'd shouldn't say that because he was like 12 <laughs> in that series. Well, no, so. no, as an adult man. <laughs> but like he's, he's been some, okay. <laughs> so like his his first movie out of the oh my god, Dan is just We've unwell. Broken, Dan. <laughs> No, I respect Dan Radcliffe. I like. Yeah. I wouldn't win Guardian Leviosa his dick, not without his permission, obviously. Of course, of course, because <laughs> consent is very important. But like, okay, so he was in The Woman in Black, which is a phenomenal film. I never saw it. Really? Yeah. And you love horror films? I God damn it! Can't see them all. Shit. I mean, like, <laughs> I got things to do. You fucking try. Though. I had to learn about trying and Pluto and shit. Well, and then time. he plays Victor Frankenstein, or he plays Igor in Victor Frankenstein. Never seen it. Okay, wait, I don't have okay, whatever. And then and then he's in Swiss Army Man. Never seen it. Where he plays a farting corpse? Nope. Jesus Christ. Okay. So nope. let's talk about the one that you have seen. Guns Akimbo. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I adore it. I think it's wonderful. The uh the poster is basically of him wearing these like fuzzy bear uh slippers and he's got guns. Is it stapled or nailed? They're nailed, nail gunned to his hands. Yeah, they're nail gunned to his hands. And th- that character, just his general spirit, I feel like just he captures the every man. Like we've all felt like this guy at one point or another. <laughs> 
And I, that's what I love about it. And what I have seen him in that maybe I'd wager you haven't is Miracle Workers. Have you ever I, seen that? I have not seen. Oh, wait. I, I tried to watch an episode. And you didn't like it? I think I have to give it another try. Mm. I, oh, so funny. The Oregon Trail season is so good. Doesn't he play a pastor? Mm-hmm. A little preacher man? Yeah, he does. <laughs> and it's kind of funny. I've, I've seen the striptease, so. You have? Why is that with the thing you've seen? It was all over uh, TikTok. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not creepy. Although, back in my... Okay, back in the day, I had a really huge crush on him because he played Harry Potter. But, like, it was age-appropriate. And then after... I think after Harry Potter, he um, he really likes theater. Yeah. And so he, he was in a theater production um, that I was very interested in learning. Why were you more interested about? in it, Sapita? Because why um, were you interested? There was uh, mm-hmm. full frontal nudity. Hmm. Yeah. So that's so you were like, I'm trying to see. I'm trying his to magic wand. Yeah. I was just I was curious. I color me curious. I was young. How young? Old enough, but. <laughs> So not that young. And now, did you but, did but, you find what you were looking for? No, I don't. I, I honestly don't even recall. You don't recall? I, I, re- I remember a photo. That is an insult to Dan Radcliffe if you no, don't no, recall. I, I remember a photo of him sitting on a horse shirtless with, I'm assuming, because he has an orgasm as he's shitting on this, sitting, not shitting, sitting on this horse. I'm sorry, and what? Yeah, that like, Equus is the name of the play. It's about a boy who's um, very, like sexually um like uh, repressed by his very religious mother and ah. she's got all these pictures of horses in her house and they become sexually attracted to horses oh shit yeah and so <laughs> oh. like that's the that's i oh. think the gist of this play at least that's what i remember and i remember this picture and that's literally all i remember because i think he's got the same expression on his face as he does when he's uh writing the hippogriff uh in episode uh, or in season three, or fuck season episode. The God third movie? damn it! The third movie. I've been watching Stranger Things, so I'm all fucked up as well. I just oh my yeah. But but Sabita, wasn't he like maybe twelve or thirteen in no. episode three? Oh yeah, in episode three. Yeah, but the 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 it, like expression expression on his face yeah but, is the same oh. as the expression that he had oh. riding this horse, and it's just it's unsettling. That that's why I remember it because it was oh. icky. Yeah. So you well, okay. I get why you remember that. Yeah. And not if you saw icky, any. Nudity. Yeah, but that, that's literally all I remember about this play. You're gonna Google this after we get off of the show, aren't you? No, no, no. Because I think in the play he was like 18, 19. So still ah. weird. Still very weird. That is weird. Yeah. But hey, seems to be a cool guy. And yep, his, he's earned a spot. Yeah, and and the the movies that he's he's been in, and the you know he's working on the Weird Al. Um, oh, he's film. gonna crush that! I've got yeah. high hopes. He's he's gonna do awesome. So look 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 for some awesome movies from him, but also look into his more indie stuff because these roles are fantastic. Okay, like, yeah. I will. Yeah, probably not anytime soon, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Okay, well, on that note, um, 
We want to hear from you guys. Uh, shoot us an email at twosaltybroads at gmail.com. You can also follow us. Actually, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at twosaltybroads. Come on, don't make that face. We need the followers. Oh, my um, gosh. Wow. We are an exclusive club, and you have to go through a very rigorous vetting process. Yeah, you have to go to our page you and have hit to follow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Sapita. And I'm Lindsay. Thanks for bearing with us. And remember, stay, stay salty. Salty.